You know what I really learned from this leaked Supreme Court document yesterday? Is that most Americans have no friggin' clue what the Supreme Court is supposed to do anyway. What's up? This is the Catriot Podcast. My name is Mark Kay, and I appreciate you being here. Man, it's been a busy, it's been a busy 24 hours. Holy cow. Before we get back into the Supreme Court, I want to touch on something that happened at this Netflix comedy special. I don't know if you heard about this, but uh, and this is something that that people alluded to after the Academy Awards. All the comedians, all the live performers, well, not all of them, but a big portion of them were really, um, mostly comedians were really, really scared about security because, you know, if you're at the Academy Awards and you're a comedian and you're up there and you're making jokes the way Chris Rock did, and you can have a superstar bazillionaire like Will Smith, an Academy Award winner to be, just get up out of his seat, walk up to the stage and slap the crap out of you in front of everyone to see and get away with it. I mean, then that that's where the problem lies. It's the getting away with stuff that gives people confidence. If somebody can get up on stage and slap Chris Rock at the Academy Awards and not get charged and not go to jail and not have anything really happen to him, except that he's not allowed to go to the Academy Awards for 10 more years, if that can happen to him, then man, I could go slap or attack some comedian that I disagree with or that makes a joke that I don't like. And Dave Chappelle at this Netflix, it's called Netflix Isn't Funny or Netflix Doesn't Laugh or there's some... Actually, I should probably get the name for it before I go on the... Anyway, uh, but it was... Uh, here it is. A Chappelle ta attacked on stage at the Hollywood Bowl. Netflix is a joke festival, is what it was called. The Netflix is a joke festival. And this guy literally gets up on stage, apparently had a fake gun with a knife embedded inside the fake gun, which is really... I mean, that seems that seems really excessive. And, uh, and he jumps up on stage and just tackles Dave Chappelle. Here, I'll play you the audio. So you can, here's the moment you can hear the thud when he, let me see if I can, y'all, here it is, right here. Make some noise for hip hop history. Okay, so there you go. So that's Dave Chappelle getting attacked on stage. They, the guy runs, gets up, he gets chased down. Apparently Jamie Foxx was there and started beating the crap out of the guy. He went to the hospital, whatever, they caught him. Dave Chappelle got up. Finished his set, but this is, and Chris Rock, fun fact, was also there and joked about it being Will Smith. But the fact of the matter is, this is a, this is a real problem. If you let people get away with stuff, then they're going to be emboldened to get away with it even more. If you let people get away with something, then, or if you like, for example, if you let one person do something and get away with it, then guess what? Everybody else is going to try to do it as well. And they're going to use that as precedent. Um, for example, when George Floyd protests and riots started happening in Minneapolis and in Minnesota and then in Seattle and in Portland and police stations were being burned and police cars were getting toppled and nobody was really doing anything, it gave that right to protesters and looters and violent criminals to go out and do something similar all over. And hence, that's what led to Kenosha, Wisconsin. That's what led to Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, you know, fending off attackers, saving his life. Um, ending up in court and then getting, of course, released or uh, getting cleared of all charges because these people were criminals that were allowed to get away with their criminal activity and in doing such uh, were just inspirational to other criminals across the country. And that's something that Donald Trump tried to put a stop to. That's something that a lot of American governors and mayors put a stop to. Here in Florida, Ron DeSantis said, we will stifle any kind of rebellious activity pretty quickly. And we don't have that problem. You know, yesterday when the abortion uh, when the abortion decision was leaked, sure, immediately in Washington D.C. you had protesters, you had uh, protesters outside the Supreme Court in Los Angeles, 
people were gathering and what were they doing? They were attacking the police. The police who the police who, who are not on the Supreme Court, <laughs> the police who do not make decisions about abortion or Roe v. Wade or states' rights or anything like that. The police who are just there to keep everybody from punching each other, they got attacked. They were the ones bearing the brunt of the attack once again because people thought, well, I can attack the police. They get away with it in Chicago. They get away with it in Minneapolis. They get away with it in, in Seattle and Portland and Kenosha. So we're going to do it here too. But in places where they don't get away with it, like Miami, like Tampa, like Orlando, if anybody tried to do any of those things in Miami and Orlando and Tampa, it would be stopped. And, I mean, this is this is Florida. We literally had that guy from Santa Rosa County say, hey, if somebody breaks into your house, please shoot them um, and shoot them really well, because if they're dead, the chance that they will uh, commit another crime is zero percent. And those are odds that we like in Florida. We like that. We like those odds. So we don't let people get away with stuff. We're, you have freedom. You can do what you want. You can start a business. You can go work out. You don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to get vaccinated. None of those things. But you can't break the law. And if you do break the law, we're going to make sure you know that that's something that's not allowed here because, you know, we're just common sense. Um, anyway, so this Roe v. Wade decision yesterday, it created havoc. It sparked controversies. It got people rioting and all up in arms. But it also makes me realize that people have literally no idea what the Supreme Court is all about and why it's why it's in yeah, there in the first place. Not in Washington, D.C., but in the Constitution. Why do we have a Supreme Court? And why are these justices put there forever? Why do they have lifetime appointments? And this is another one of the genius tactics that our founding fathers came up with to, and this is going to sound controversial, but it's there in an effort to protect the Constitution from the majority. It's, let me say that again. The Supreme Court is there to protect the Constitution from the majority. And something I heard yesterday a lot of the time uh, that they, when a lot of the reporting of Roe v. Wade and this leaked decision is the majority of Americans support abortion. The majority of Americans support some kind of abortion rights in this country. Even This is an unpopular decision because the majority of Americans, blah, 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 blah. And the majority of Americans is exactly who the Supreme Court is, is fighting against. The Supreme Court is not a group of elected officials. Therefore, they don't need to worry about kowtowing to voters or adopting popular issues or, uh, you know, caving to special interests. They are there for life. And that is on purpose. That was a premeditated attempt to make sure that we had people in place who would protect the Constitution of the United States of America and therefore the United States of America itself based on the merits of the Constitution. They don't care about the polls. The majority of Americans could say, we hate the Constitution. We want to tear it up. We want to start over again. And it's the job of the Supreme Court to protect the Constitution from the majority of, of Americans. It's the same reason we have the Electoral College. The majority of Americans are not there to speak for the majority, for Americans as a whole. You know, this is not Peru. This is not, we don't have a tiny country. We have a very large country. Very diverse country. We have 350 million, uh, billion people here. I'm sorry, 350 million people here. We have all kinds of different walks of life. We've got agrarian societies. We've got ports. We've got tropical destinations. We've got deserts. We've got, uh, you know, massive cities. We've got conservative centers. We've got liberal centers. We've got everything. You can't put one group in charge of the entire country, hence the Electoral College. 
Hence, we have uh, two senators from each state. Also, we have representation by population. It was a very well thought out system. And the Supreme Court is integral to keeping that system protected. And if you don't like the fact that the states have the rights to decide whether or not abortion should be legal or illegal in their state, if the majority of Americans say, we believe in abortion rights, fantastic. Go and talk to your governor, talk to your state legislatures. Why don't you go and investigate who you're voting for in November on the local level? Because that's really the key. Abortion is not illegal. Abortion will not be illegal. It will be illegal in some places, but that's the way those people in those places want it. And if you're not one of those people, you need to run for office. You need to find somebody who's running for office who you can support. You need to get out and make the change you want to see in your society. But the Supreme Court is there to protect the United States of America from the whims of the majority. And it doesn't matter what Gallup poll or what Rasmussen poll or what USA Today poll says, the majority of Americans support abortion rights for women. Fantastic. The majority of Americans have nothing to do with the Supreme Court. And the people who created our founding document knew that and understood it. And you should be glad that we have a Supreme Court who's out there to say what is and what is not constitutional. In fact, I would argue that the reason Roe v. Wade exists in the first place is because those justices back in 1973, they neglected to do what the Constitution said they were supposed to do, and that is uphold the rights of the states based on the constitutional document. I would argue that they gave in to public opinion or popular opinion or whatever the whatever the hip new in thing was in the 70s, women's rights, abortion, the birth control pill, all that stuff. They were not focused on the issue. And the issue is, or the issue back then was, hey, does Texas have the right to say abortion is illegal in their state? And if you look at the Constitution, they 100% do. And now, finally, we're back to a place where we have a Supreme Court that understands exactly what their job is. It's to interpret the Constitution independent of public opinion. And they did a pretty good job. And the reason you know that is because a bunch of people are all ticked off today. Uh, keep in mind also, and we'll talk about this ad nauseum, this is not the final opinion. This was the leaked opinion, but it doesn't matter to... Um, it doesn't matter to crazy kooks. They just want any reason to go out and break stuff. All right, folks, it's time. It's time once again. It's time for another winner. By the way, we two days, two winners. We've had back-to-back -back winners, which I wasn't expecting. So this competition is gonna this is gonna cost me a lot more from the from the Keystone XL pipeline. But that no matter. Like I said, Joe Biden doesn't care about you. We here at the Patriot Podcast, we do. Um, so listen carefully. Here is today's winner. If this is you. You have 24 hours from the time we publish this podcast, which let's just call it 9 a.m. Eastern on Wednesday, May the 4th. Um, you have 24 hours from then to go ahead and email support at catriots.com. That's support, spelled like support, at, you know, the little symbol. And then catriots, K-A-Y-E-T-R-I-O-T-S.com. Uh, just write us back and say, it's me, it's me, I win, I win. And we'll get you that gas card. Are you ready? Here we go. Today's winner is Justin D. Davenport. Justin D, as in Delta, Davenport. Justin, congratulations. You've got 24 hours to call us back and win yourself $100 of, uh, worth of gas directly from the K-Stone XL pipeline pumped from our, our fuel supplies right into your tank. Justin D. Davenport. 
Uh, good luck.